have faith in? That's what I want to know. I had a waiter years ago filling water glasses up with that big pitcher of water, and he was pouring too slow. And the water dribbled down the length of the pitcher into my lap, made a total mess. And the waiter's going, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm thinking if he can't pour a glass of water, I have no faith in him to get my order right. No. And then I thought about this later. And before he actually made his faux pas, I was joking around and wisecracking towards his direction and everybody around the table, whatever, up to my regular antics, my usual antics. And I'm thinking maybe he didn't like some of the things I was saying, joking around and wisecracking. Maybe I perhaps offended him. And, you know, and I'm thinking because of that, I think this waiter did it on purpose. It was no accident. You know, the guy's pouring water glasses for 20 years, and all of a sudden he can't do it? He's got a brain freeze? I don't think so. You know, he's, he can't be rude to his customers, or he'll get fired, correct? So this is his way of getting back at you. Yeah. How dare he? Another example of having no faith in somebody is the poor guy. And you know, I'm just thinking... God forbid he surprised me one day out of three years with a tray of donuts and say, good morning, Robert. Here, have some. You're part of the team. Do I ever get that camaraderie? Never. It's just not going to happen. I have no faith in him. In fact, I could be starving. Didn't eat in five, six days. He wouldn't throw me as much as an orange peel. He wouldn't. Well, I'll cry all I want, because I'm just saying the truth. (laughs) Such a cute laugh, a a cute cry on the baby's part there. But I do have faith in one thing. Yes, I do. And that is, God will take care of all of us during this temporary stay on earth. And especially in heaven when we die. You do realize this is a temporary stay this earth life of ours, right? It's not forever. It's going to end. You do realize that. I'm not sure some people do. The book says, faith is confident assurance concerning what we hope for and conviction about things we do not see. Our faith is everything to Christians. Uh Uh-oh. Am I at a funeral? What does that mean? Are you going to do something rash to me before I leave? Is that what you're getting at here? I'm scared. All right, I take everything back I said about the board guy. He's a great guy. Is this faith? Ah, look at that. Gotta have faith. Hey, I haven't sang in a while. Board guy, you miss me singing. I know you do. Don't even try to say not that you don't. This guy got major talent. Faith. Good song on his part. You do got to have faith. But you got to have faith in the right things, correct? Christians have faith in the Bible. Absolutely. And and this faith that we hold, we never go anywhere without it. Like a 75-year-old guy with dentures. Yeah. He ain't going anywhere without those dentures. And by the way, with the advent of flossing, I bet the denture quantity out there is lower don't you think i mean you gotta floss you gotta get that crap out in between your teeth and years ago they didn't do that my parents never flossed or maybe they did i don't think they did when when, when, when did flossing come about but you get my point keep those keep those uh teeth clean you know get a new toothbrush or a toothbrush for some of you guys Now, there's a great story about faith in the Bible. It's about the Canaanite woman. And it starts with the woman seeking and finding Jesus. You know, you first got to find the guy. You know, Jesus roaming around out in the countryside, in the wilderness, wherever. There's no phones or GPS. You got to find them. Nowadays, if the government wants to find you and watch you for whatever reason, they can come up with your exact location in about a half a second. 
And if they wanted to, I think they can get rid of you using a laser from a space satellite. You would think they'd have that now, right? You shoot that laser, it zaps you, and you disintegrate. There's not a trace of you anywhere. Nah, they can do that. Who are they kidding? So this woman, this Canaanite woman, finally found Jesus, and crying out to the Lord, the book says, Lord, son of David, have pity on me. That's the first thing she says. Have pity on me. Man, would you start out asking somebody that, that you never met, as a first impression, have pity on me? Or at a job interview, could you imagine? Excuse me, before we begin, could you please have pity on me? That would never happen. The interviewer would say, next, get out of here. He would come up with some emergency meeting that all of a sudden came up. Oh, we're going to have to reschedule this meeting. And of course, he never reschedules. Pity. That word is actually used a lot in the Bible. The definition is the feeling of sorrow and compassion caused by the suffering and misfortunes of others. Now, this Canaanite woman knew who she was talking to. It was Jesus. She didn't have to pretend to be some great person deserving of help. No. She got right to the chase. She went on to say, the book says... My daughter is terribly troubled by a demon. Troubled. Now, I don't know whether that means possessed or just being tempted by this demon. I'm kind of thinking it means possessed. You know, as far as temptation is concerned, we're all tempted by Satan and his fallen angels. Every day of our lives, we personally deal with them all the time. Not to mention the spiritual warfare that goes on all around us that we don't even realize is going on. We don't realize it. Like a 17-year-old with very thin hair doesn't realize that by the time he's 26, he's bald. You can't stop it. He's going to be bald. The parents don't have the heart to tell him. Man, those receding hairlines, what a dead giveaway, huh? Totally. And again, what are you going to do about it? Hey, by the way, everybody out there listening, I hope you turn your clocks back, otherwise you miss the show, right? Last week, I talked about people financially or helping to financially support Don't Bring Up God, and I very much appreciate everybody that did donate to the show. That helps for 2020 to keep us on the air. And I said, go to don'tbringupgod.com, which you can still do, of course, don't use the apostrophe on the word don't. Just don'tbringupgod.com and you'll see it there. Or you can write, you can you can mail to Robert Pavlinsky, P.O. Box 4341, Bethlehem, PA, 18018. I gave the wrong zip code last week. How dare I? It's 18018 is the zip code. In case it got returned back to you. Evidently, it went to Walnut Port somewhere. That's my old zip code, all right, that I used last week. Ah, oh, how terrible of me. So if you do want to help donate, keep us on the air so we don't go anywhere, so we don't get squashed out of here and disappear, again, go to don'tbringupgod.com or uh, the P.O. Box 4341, Bethlehem, P.A., 18018. What can you get at King Cone? How about everything? We have Nelson's and Livy's ice cream, homemade waffle cones, ice cream cakes, banana splits, milkshakes, and plenty of indoor seating. Come drop by and treat yourself, family, and friends at King Cone. Doors open at 12 noon, seven days a week. That's King Cone at the corner of MacArthur Road and Route 329 in Whitehall. Call at 610-261-1935. You need to see it to believe it. Relic Hunter Firing Line has a new awesome 12-lane indoor gun range, rentals, and the largest selection of firearms for purchase. Also available are training classes for both men and women, along with several membership plans to suit your specific needs. Relic Hunter Firing Line is located off Route 145 in North Whitehall. Give them a call at 610-440-1911. 
Their friendly and helpful service is available to you seven days a week as Relic Hunter Firing Line opens every day at 10 a.m. And if you're looking to purchase firearms, you can actually try before you buy. Shoot the gun first in the 12-lane indoor range and then decide. So that's Relic Hunter Firing Line off Route 145 in North Whitehall. Their phone is 610-440-1911. Or visit them at their website, relichunter.com. Tell them Robert from Don't Bring Up God sent you. Queen's Nutritional Products is all about one thing, clean, healthy, natural living. Take advantage of Queen's full assortment of organic, vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free products. Everything from vitamins, herbs, grains, and raw honey to skin, hair, and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process. Queen's also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals. Queen's Nutritional Products is located at 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue, right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queen's. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. Queen's, a family business, is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queen's Nutritional Products, open seven days a week. For Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner, always remember, don't bring up politics. And certainly, don't bring up your food. And whatever you do, don't bring up God. Under any circumstances, don't bring up God. Our mateys, remember what happened last year. Hey, everybody, uh, too bad. Bring it up again, and again, and again, like a giant hiccup. Whoa, that's exactly what we do here on Don't Bring Up God every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAB, 790 AM. Hey, hiccup us a call at 610-720-7900. Oi! So the Canaanite woman came to Jesus to save her daughter's life. She understood there was no other way. I have to get to Jesus. Now, when she yelled out to Jesus, what did he do? Well, you think he would say, hey, no problem. I got you covered. But he did not. He remained quiet. He didn't say anything. Jesus decided to use this situation as a learning experience for her and his disciples. People say he rudely ignored her. No, no, that's not it at all. Just because you remain silent doesn't mean you didn't hear or listen. Jesus was fully attentive from the start. Now, because this woman was a Canaanite, the disciples had little to no regard for her at all. No respect, like Rodney Dangerfield. No respect. Or like the head of a like the head cheerleader who has no respect for the lead xylophone player in the band. No respect, as opposed to having respect for the star football player. Now, I'm not saying that's right, but that's how that's the case most of the time. The book says his disciples came up and began to entreat him, Jesus, get rid of her. She keeps shouting after us now. How dare they even say that to Jesus? Jesus would never toss somebody aside and get rid of anybody. Jesus finally did tell this woman who is asking for help. He says, the book says, My mission is only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As if to say, hey, you're not in the club. As if to imply, I'm not helping you. Even though Jesus from the very beginning had every intention of healing her daughter. So why did he say that? Huh, that's the question. Well, number one, he wanted to test this Canaanite woman on how strong her perseverance and faith was. And number two, Jesus wanted to teach the disciples an important point, an important lesson here, that Jesus here is for everybody not just for the Jewish people of the time, for everybody. Get it through your head, everybody. Just like the hot tub at the YMCA is for everybody. Although, when I went 
there in my 20s after working out. It seemed just for older people the hot tub did. A bunch of guys in their 50s and 60s relaxing in the hot tub. They saw me and they said, hey, how you doing? Come on in. But there was only one problem. They were all naked. Are you kidding me? They were naked. You know, there's nothing worse than a bunch of old naked guys except friendly old naked guys. You gotta be kidding me. I'm not going near that mess. Hey, I'm an older guy now. I wouldn't put a guy in their 20s through that. Bored guy. What's with that? Even in the locker room, all of a sudden, guys want to be friendly when they're naked. Really? Stop. Put a towel on. Put something on. Then I'll discuss politics and the stock market with you. Otherwise, I don't really want to discuss anything at that moment. A little uncomfortable. I wonder if women feel that way. Board guy? Women? Do they feel that way? You don't want to get you don't want to broach this topic or subject? I'm just saying. Just honest feelings and emotions of situations that occur among us humanoids down here on the planet. Nothing wrong with talking about this. So anyway, as the board guy's back there rolling his eyes at me, what did I do wrong? All right, so this Canaanite woman talking to Jesus, she didn't give up. The book says, she came forward then and did him homage with the plea, help me, Lord. She was asking not because of who she was, but because of who Jesus was. She realized that the Canaanites, they were considered trash and unworthy of any help, which was verified Actually, but by what Jesus said next. You ready? The book says, He answered her, It is not right to take the food of sons and daughters and throw it to the dogs. Whoa. He's basically calling her a dog, huh? And hey, by the way, does your dog dig out of the trash cans? What are they doing? I mean, my dog is so excited to get in there. It's like picking out a lottery or raffle ticket. What's going on? There's nothing in there but tissue and and gook and more gook. and Oh, but to him, it's so delightful. I guess one man's garbage is another dog's treasure. Is that how it goes? Yeah, I don't quite understand that one. But when this Canaanite woman was basically called a dog by Jesus. Did she yell sexism, discrimination against women? No, she didn't. None of that 21st century garbage. Didn't even flinch. She didn't set up any kind of protest. She wasn't phased in the least. She just continued on with her mission, which was to heal her daughter from this demon. The book says, please, Lord, she insisted, even the dogs eat the leavings that fall from their master's tables. This woman could care less about being politically correct in any way. And, you know, she was fully aware of the public sentiment of the day against Canaanites, that everybody hated them and didn't want to help them. She didn't care. Because, again, she knew what type of man Jesus was. So helpful and kind. So she still had faith in Jesus and was 100% focused on getting her daughter healed from this demon. She called Jesus Master. That's a beautiful thing, giving ultimate reverence and respect Now, she would never give up on Jesus and knew Jesus would never give up on her and her daughter. You know, you got to love the respect aspect of things. Even nowadays, when kids, you know, my friends or my kids' friends, uh, they would would call us, Mr. Pavlinsky, hi, Mr. Pavlinsky, hi, Mrs. Pavlinsky, and very respectful. That's a beautiful thing. What's it like nowadays? The kids, they call their parents sometimes by their first names. I seen that. That can't be right. Hey, Tom, you know, 
Uh, can you help me with my homework? Hey, Joyce, when's dinner ready? Are you kidding me? What the heck is going on there? It's reversed. Evidently, the parents call their kids Mr. So-and-so and Mrs. and Miss Smith and so forth. And the kids just call their parents by their first name. It's a reversal, evidently. Lack of respect, man. A lack of respect, man. you got to be careful with that. That's a dangerous thing. Many negative things flow from rack, rack, a rack of lamb, of a, a lack of respect. You know, that, that's the root of a lot of evils and a lot of trouble that ensues. Not a good thing. Hey, Queens Nutritional Products. Over there on Pennsylvania Avenue in Allentown. They got sales all week long going. Oh, yes, they do. 25% off vitamins. Vitalogic. Let's see. How do you pronounce that? Gaia Herbs. G-A-I-A. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Gaia Herbs. Cal Solaray Enzymi- Enzymatic Therapy. 25% off. Organic stuff. You got raw sunflower seeds, three ninety nine a pound. Pitta prunes, eight ninety five. Raw filberts, nine ninety nine. Raw cashews, eight ninety five. And raw pumpkin seeds, four ninety nine. And then you got this Thanksgiving bake sale going over the, going on over there at Queens Nutritional Products. California raisins, two fifty for a box of fifteen, a box a fifteen ounce box, shall I say, which I did say. Cashews. You got six ninety five a pound shredded coconut two ninety nine and poppy seeds at two ninety nine poppies like the Wicked Witch of the West. You, you knew I was going to do that, right? Poppies, poppies. As she was looking into that big crystal ball, r- moving her hand around, and then the poppies came falling down on the crew. Poppies. Should I keep doing that board guy? Why are you looking at me like that? Hey, this is Robert from Don't Bring Up God. I first want to thank Relic Hunter Firing Line for sponsoring our show and believing in what we do. You know, I never thought I would buy a gun, but I did. I walked into Relic Hunter Firing Line knowing nothing about firearms, but that all changed. Relic Hunter Firing Line gave me safety and gun knowledge and taught me gun discipline at their on-site training class. I bought a 357 Magnum and now practice at the range all the time with their basic membership plan. Relic Hunter Firing Line is off of 145 in North Whitehall. Their phone number is 610-440-1911. Opening every day at 10. So whether you're a man or a woman, a beginner or longtime gun owner, shoot for hunting or sport, or for home and self-defense, Relic Hunter Firing Line is number one in the Lehigh Valley. See you there. Okay. Let's see what we learned so far, shall we? Don't Bring Up God is a radio show hosted by Robert with his sometime friend and nemesis, I can't tell which, the board guy. It airs every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB, 790 AM. Don't Bring Up God is a live call-in show at 610-720-7900, where you can give comments of intelligence, wisdom, stupidity, ridiculousness, or even insanity. Now that's what real freedom is all about. We play no favorites here. Come one and all. Except maybe for you, listening at the kitchen table, unshaven, in your polka dot underwear. You, maybe we can do without. We've also learned we can agree and disagree with the content of God and the Bible without wishing hell upon each other. So let's keep this locomotive radio show going. Woo-woo! And call 610-720-7900. Now, what Jesus said next to the Canaanite woman must have stunned the disciples. The Canaanite story, the Canaanite woman's story, is a great example of faith, keeping their faith no matter what happens around you. All right? The book says, Jesus told this woman after she asked him to heal her daughter who was possessed by a devil. The book says, woman, you have great faith. Your wish will come to pass. That very moment, her daughter got better. Now, the disciples, they're probably saying to themselves, what's going on here? Hey, Jesus, man, you can't do that. That Canaanite woman is a no good sinner. Outside 
the realm of the chosen people. Well, this is the precise lesson that Jesus wanted to teach his disciples. It's like, hey, dude, I'm here for everybody. Every sinner can come my way, can come to me and change their life around. All you need is true faith in Jesus Christ. Don't let it waver. Don't have it one week and then not in the next because you'll be tested. You know, you, you look for hope and, and you keep your faith even though you see nothing on the horizon. Too bad. Just keep it. It'll be worth your while. Now, the, the faith in Jesus, as I said, comes and goes in all of us and all throughout the book. It talks about faith and, and when people get healed and when people receive. So many times Jesus in the book said, it is your faith that healed you. It's because of your faith that you received something. He didn't say, hey, it's because of me. See ya. Thanks. Get on your knees and uh, thank me once again. Although that's good to do. But he wasn't looking for that. He said, your faith healed you. He wanted to instill the importance of faith. So if you have that in Jesus Christ, and you know, you, you, your ticket is punched. You're good to go. Punched. Like when George Foreman would punch years ago. You guys are old enough to remember that for sure. And if you didn't, there's video and tape on it all over the place. Frazier, the way he demolished. No, Foreman, the way he demolished Frazier, I should say. And Norton, did you see those fights? He almost killed those guys in the ring, for real. He had clear shots. Those guys were dazed. Just defenseless, and and Foreman came over there and pummeled them with these huge arms and huge fists and punched them. I mean, it was terrifying. It was vicious power, man, and the fans were going crazy. I mean, you realize if we would take one punch from Foreman, our head would be squished like a Frisbee. It was brutal. Or our heads would cave in like when you were in fifth grade. And you drank little milk cartons of chocolate milk and white milk and orange juice. Remember those days? I don't know if that was a half pint, quarter, quarter pint, a little, little carton of milk. And then you would finish it and what you do would be to close it, put it on the ground and then stomp on it. And the trapped air being smashed on would cause this big pop and the carton would be crushed. And it would make this big popping sound. And that's what our heads would like would be like if we got hit. Crushed. Caved in. Like that milk carton for sure. So these two paragraphs in the Bible about the Canaanite woman. It's a beautiful story. Once again about faith and Jesus' love for us. I'm thinking, do I have to take another break? No, I just took one. Yeah, I took it a little early. Okay, we'll go with that. So Jesus, in this story, had every intention of healing this woman's daughter from the very beginning. But he didn't let on that way with his silence. Again, people thought he was being rude and shunned her. But no, that that had nothing to do with it. That's not what was going on here. And just like us now, all our prayers and cries for help are always heard by Jesus Don't think he's ignoring us, just like he didn't ignore that Canaanite woman. He never ignores us. No. And his answer will always be one of three possibilities. Like, let's make a deal. You got door number one, door number two, or door number three. And that show is pretty funny, by the way. Uh, You would get a car or a vacation or some fat guy in a wheelbarrow. Waving to you. Hey, how you doing, partner? But Jesus has one of three possibilities. It's either yes, no, or not yet. Just keep your faith unwavering in the meantime. Your answer will come. All right? You may not like it sometimes, but it will come. You know, there's a connection and a communication between us and the big guy upstairs. That's never going to change. All right? You think sometimes you feel abandoned, like what's going on? I don't, 
I don't feel no communication or pull or answer here. Just be patient, man. Patient. Patient is the key. Just like this caller. Who's this? Who we got? Go. Robert. Yes. How's it going? Yeah, you're talking about George Foreman. Yeah, you know, same thing. You take a punch from the world, you take a punch spiritually, all you got to do is have faith in Jesus and he'll heal that punch. Hey, do you remember that fight with George Foreman and, uh, and Frazier and Norton? They were brutal. No, I don't. That was years and years ago. I'm not that old. Oh, you got to Google that and look at that. Norton went back on the ropes, and he was basically sitting in the corner as the fight was going on because he was so dazed. And this big moose came by with those big arms, even bigger than my arms used to be when I was in my 20s. And he crushed his poor head. I, I think he had some brain damage because of that. I think they both kind of resulted in that brain damage thing to some degree. Hey, George Foreman was a big guy, you know? He was gigantic. Yeah. Kind of like Larry Holmes. That's know? like that's like if you would hit the board guy with all your power. Whoa, 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 whoa. You would smash uh, him into the next hemisphere. Oh, come on. Leave the board guy go. You're beating up a neck guy already. All right, <laughs> fine. All right. I'm just saying. They got to have that faith in it. It heals from the, from the worldly punches, you know? From worldly punches, yeah. We get nailed all the time, so what do we do about it? Do we crumble, and do we whimper away and give up on God? No, we got Jesus. All right. Jesus will heal that, that, that punch, you know? And sadly, nowadays, young and old people, you know, they get pummeled, and they realize life is not one big party like you think sometimes watching TV and other things, and, and, and they're, like, defenseless. It's like, hey, there's trials and tribulations here. There's trouble on the horizon. I don't know how to deal with it. Oh, you know how to deal with it. You know, you know, Jehovah Rapa, uh, God the heal of thee. Well, if you don't, but if the problem is if you don't know about God and Jesus, what do you do? And you're so much more inclined to turn to alcohol and drugs and other things for your comfort if you don't find it in the book. Well, hey, to each his own, you know. All right. You with you me? got our own weapon, you know. All right, and I'll lay off All the right, board. I, I will not say one negative thing about the board. Not that they were negative before, but I will, right. only, I will only uh, say uh, wonderful, flowery, complimentary things about him for the rest of the show. How's that? Uh, I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> the book says... And this is, uh, I'm not sure who said this, but it's in there, in the New Testament somewhere. The book says, you will receive all that you pray for, provided you have faith. You know, that's a big statement. Receive all that you pray for. Of course, it has to be within God's will. You can't, you can't ask for a harem of women, for instance. Excuse me. No, you can't. Or at the age of 29 to ask to grow from five foot four to six foot three? No. Just change that Napoleon complex into a God complex and you'll be fine. Hey, we got a call. Who's this? Go. Hello. Hello, it's NJ. What's up? Hey, do you like NJ? Do you like NJ? Do you like NJ or should I start calling you Walt? No, NJ's good. Okay. Just want to make sure. I like that. You know, New Jersey, but uh, New Jerusalem, like, even better. But anyway, I think you set yourself up, Robert. How so? I don't know whether you realize that or not. With the board guy? What? And tell, saying about how you'd like him to bring in donuts for you, you're a man of God. Next Sunday, what you're going to do is practice Matthew seven twelve. Whatsoever you would, the men should do to you, you would do unto them. Not only will you bring donuts, maybe me, maybe bring in some Danish. You know, you know what was funny? As I was saying that, it actually occurred to me, well, why don't I bring in something from for him? You there know, you me, go. Me, me and you, me and you, <laughs> me and you are on such a on the same wavelength. It's I know scary. it's scary, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, let's listen. The idea about faith: faith is useless, useless, useless until it's tested. And what's one of the greatest examples? Abraham and Sarah, where they were promised a child. Now, what made it incredible was their age. I mean, what ninety hundred? I yeah, mean, that's, that's, that's an impossibility. But it also shows us 
what man is about, because what did they eventually do? They said, you know what, we're going to help God out. You know, Abraham, why don't you take my uh, servant, Hagar, why don't you take her? And, you know, of course, they had Ishmael, and we know how that turned out, Ishmael and Isaac and the problems. Let me ask you, NJ, how come there's so many stories in the Bible about barren women that can't have kids there's there's at least three or four significant stories about that and, and well then, yeah sure you have uh who is it uh elizabeth and zacharias uh, so was and, Sam, uh, what about samson's mom her too i think i'm not sure but why yeah, is I'm not that? Sure. I, I, well i think it's so god can show his glory through remember that's where god works his best when it's an impossibility with man it's a possibility with God, but we look everywhere else and try to work it out on our own, and that's where we fall until we finally look up and say, you know what, God, I can't do it, and he's there. I've been here all the time. All I need you to do is just to ask me. I'd like right? to hear ask percentages. Me. I'd like to hear percentages on women nowadays who can't have kids and just can't accept that notion from the doctor, and, and, and then they begin to pray and pray every day, please bless me with a child. And I've heard stories that that has happened. I would love to hear statistics on that, on how many mothers or how many, how many wives had kids after praying. You know what I'm saying? Right, but Robert, don't forget there's two sides of the coin. Um, there, there are women there that can't have children. They pray for a child, and the idea is how many children are out there that are looking for a mom and a dad. And so, see, sometimes we have to ask God, you know, he'll provide us with a child, but the idea is, you know, it may not be, as the Bible says, from our own loins. Oh, good point. They're, they're, they're out there, and they need, you know, they need somebody to love them. You know, care for them. Yeah, so and, adoption. And God will, adoption is that? always adoption is always adoption. There yes, you. yes, yes, yes. Instead of the other choice, which isn't really a choice. Right. You I know, read in the Bible you, somewhere about that that those that are barren and have no kids will end up having more kids than than you can imagine through maybe their work or their mission and plan on this earth designed by God. You know, whether it's teaching. Robert, what's the greatest example that you just, what was one of the greatest example? And she wasn't even married. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. Right, exactly. Oh my, right, exactly. I mean, it, phenomenal, phenomenal ministry to the outcasts of India. Incredible. And I don't think it was an irony. I use this example that Princess Di and Mother Teresa passed away within a couple of weeks of each other. And something that I heard said, who is the beauty, who is the beast? And I'll leave you with that. All right. Hey, All thanks right? for the call. Shalom. God bless. Bye now. Hey, Relic Hunter Firing Line. Let's talk about them a little bit with Gerard over there. Good old Gerard. We know, of course, that the Morning Call Reader's Choice Awards went to his establishment, Relic Hunter Firing Line, number one gun store, number one shooting range in the Lehigh Valley. Great, great uh, congratulations to you, Gerard, and your crew over there for that. Now, they got, as usual, not as usual, from time to time, but it's going on now, a free one-month membership with every gun purchase. Remember, Relic Hunter also buys guns. They just don't sell them. They buy them also, whether it's one gun or a collection of guns, as well as, as well as, also war memorabilia. That's a tricky word. They also have on-the-spot training available anytime. Just walk in there, snap your fingers. They have the training. Their web store is relichunterfirearms.com. Remember them on Facebook at Relic Hunter Firing Line. And November 9th and 10th, next weekend, NRA Instructor Course. And November 10th, New Shooter Class, 9 to 11. Check it out at 610-440-1911. What can you get at King Cone? How about everything? We have Nelson's and Libby's ice cream, homemade waffle cones, ice cream cakes, banana splits, milkshakes, and plenty of indoor seating. Come drop by and treat yourself, family, and friends at King Cove. 
Doors open at 12 noon, seven days a week. That's King Cone at the corner of MacArthur Road and Route 329 in Whitehall. Call at 610-261-1935. Queen's Nutritional Products is all about one thing, clean, healthy, natural living. Take advantage of Queen's full assortment of organic, vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free products. Everything from vitamins, herbs, grains, and raw honey to skin, hair, and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process. Queen's also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals. Queen's Nutritional Products is located at 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue, right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queens. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. Queens, a family business, is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queens Nutritional Products, open seven days a week. For Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner, always remember, don't bring up politics. And certainly, don't bring up your food. And whatever you do, don't bring up God. Under any circumstances, don't bring up God. Our mateys, remember what happened last year. Hey, everybody, uh, too bad. Bring it up again, and again, and again, like a giant hiccup. Whoa, that's exactly what we do here on Don't Bring Up God every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAB, 790 AM. Hey, hiccup us a call at 610-720-7900. Oi! Hey, callers, wait on the phone. I'll get to you in a second. Hey, last week I was talking about uh, people willing to help financially support Don't Bring Up God for 2020 so we can stay on the air, so we don't disappear. I gave the wrong uh, zip code. I, I used my old zip code where I used to live. What a terrible faux pas. So if you do want to help financially support Don't Bring Up God— so some new show doesn't ex- uh, doesn't replace us like the joy of scratching your elbow. So that doesn't happen. Please help financially support Don't Bring Up God. Go to don'tbringupgod.com and don't use the apostrophe on the word don't. Don'tbringupgod.com and you can donate there. You can also mail to Robert Pavlinsky, P-A-V-L-I-N-S-K-Y. P.O. Box 4341, Bethlehem, PA, 18018. That's the correct zip code, 18018. And again, that's Box 4341. And I want to thank you in advance. And hey, every little bit helps, whether it's 10, 20, 50, 100 bucks or more. It all helps, and I am sincerely grateful. Thank you very much for that. And we got a call. Who's this? Who's Thomas? Hey, Tom, what's up? Uh, if he brings you a donut, are you sure you want to eat it? <laughs> yeah, you don't know what it's laced with. Some type well, of toxin. Well, it kind of reminds me of that um, that one movie where the uh, cops are going into the burger place and uh, the uh, guy says, you know, uh, what, what was it, a super burger or something? Uh, uh, no spit or something like that. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I kind of lost interest that through movie. half that. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, you know, I was looking on one of those websites where you can look up information about anybody. Right. And um, I'm not going to name names, but I looked up somebody's name, and they're a Democrat. Some, somebody you know. I'm not going to say who. It's not a sin to be a Democrat. So, and, and, and you're not talking about me. No, you're not a Democrat. No. You're yeah, whatever. Hey, it happens. Well, I'm not going to say what you are, but <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just I just thought that would be something when you when you lay down at night, think to yourself, who do I know? Who do I know really well that I see on a very regular basis? Yeah, but I don't really care. I don't really care don't about like that. You. I don't really care about that. I mean, I just don't. You know, this Democrat Republican, it can go too far. Let's 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 say that we're family of God first, right? This fighting okay. and bickering, it's terrible. We don't need that, so we disagree. All right, 
Well, then drop it after a couple minutes of conversation. And oh, oh, so, sometimes and that explains pals. why people don't like you. What? Sometimes that might explain why people don't like you. Like who? Me? Like you. What do you or, mean? Or, or why they don't like anybody. I mean, somebody might. I, I know people that don't like me because I'm a Republican. Well, Maybe I shouldn't tell everybody well, that. Not, well, let's not return not, the favor. Let's not return to favor and dislike anybody on the basis of what they choose to believe in regards to politics. All right? We, we got to be careful with that. That's all I'm saying, Tom. Hey, you're making me laugh lately, Thomas. I like that role you're on. Hey, here's, here's, here's something else. That might uh, you're going to push you laugh, it, maybe. and I'm not going to laugh this time. Well, I'll make this quick. All right, real quick. Uh, I was going to say that Wald exposes himself if you give him time. Like when he complained about you asking for money. For All right, I'm time. not interested, though. I'm not interested in that. We're wasting time with that. Okay. See, you pushed it too far. But please call anytime. Okay. All right, take care. See ya. Okay. Uh, we got a call. Who's this? Hey. Yes. To show you how far the Democrat hey, wait a minute, party wait a minute, has. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what kind of greeting is, hey, hey. What's that? It's a well, what do you want me to say? Hey, never fear, Walt Swerchek is here. All right, go back right, to, go back to hay. I like the hay better. Go ahead. I just want to say that anybody that's a, still a Democrat is out of, you know, John F. Kennedy was a life member of the National Rifle Association. All right, this ain't a political that's, show, dude. Well, yeah. that's how far the Democrat Party has sunk. Hey, you gotta have you have views, strong view, views both ways. Republican, Democrat. Uh, I think what the Democrats are doing is a total sham, and I still say the Democrats aren't acting on their own. They're getting orders from above, whatever that above is. Soros, the billionaires. It's a concerted effort slash conspiracy here. Those those knuckleheads aren't making their own decisions on what to say and not to say. We got to find out who makes the decisions for the Democrat Party. That's what we need well, to do. Rob, they're running as socialists. Socialism is a PC term for tyranny. Yes. Uh, you know, Vladimir Putin wants to reestablish uh, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. I mean, you know, like Bernie Sanders and the rest of them, they want to turn the USA into the USSA, the again, United Socialist not, States of America. Again, I mean, it's, it's, again, it's not the Democratic Party per se. It's who controls them. That's what I want you to figure out for me and all, all the listeners, Walt. Find out who calls the shots for the Democrat Party. It's not Pelosi and, and those three other kooks. No, it's somebody above them. You find out who that is, then we got something to say. Hey, I just want to say that I think that Jesus Christ was the ancient Jews' uh, answer. I think that he was their version of uh, of Elvis, because uh, Elvis said, you know, come out with, uh, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. So I think that's where Elvis yeah, got That uh, was cute. That was cute. But Jesus the idea is, of the hound dog. But Jesus is way above Elvis, and he is our answer, all our answers. Thanks for the call, Walt. And we got another call. Who's this? Again. Tricks on the phone. There's not another call. Walt, I apologize. I could have talked to you longer. Oh, well. We'll get you next week. So we're talking about faith, faith with the Canaanite woman. The book says, you must be ready to believe, to receive without any inner doubt. That's the trick here. Uh, we got a call. Is this Walt? I, told, I spoke too soon. Hello? Hello? Who's, oh, Joe, what's up? Hey, hey, hey. <clears throat> hey how you doing? Um, yeah, uh, well, that's an interesting passage, and it almost sounds like Jesus is saying, you know, don't go to anyone except the Jews, but as he was discipling his gang, um, you know, it harkens back to really like Genesis 12 when um, the uh, Abrahamic covenant, God said that all the nations of the world would be blessed, and you know, figuring that out, it's really through Messiah, through Jesus. Now, they were supposed to go to the house of Israel first, again, because the Jews were the chosen people. They brought the Bible into the world. 
they brought Messiah into the world, so to speak, you know, as God orchestrated it. So they were supposed to be the mouthpiece and preach uh, Jesus to the rest of the world. First through Israel, then to the world. Right. Yes, so I agree. Was, I think he was. I think he was also, um, you know, re-educating his own disciples who had prejudice against anyone who wasn't a Jew. Absolutely, it was a it was a yeah. learning teaching moment, and people right away but, jump on Jesus for how he conducted himself. He had his reasons. He wasn't dissing right. anybody. He had every intention of healing that woman's daughter from the very beginning. Right. And and him being God, he actually orchestrated the whole thing. I, I like the understatement of the Bible when, you know, like really in the beginning when Adam and Eve sinned and, you know, God asked him the question, you know, why are you here? Where, where art thou? And it's not that God didn't know, but who... There's two reasons, at least two reasons for asking questions. One is to gain information. The other one is to test. Absolutely. Jesus plays Um, possum every now and then, and the Canaanite story is a good example of that, playing possum. Did you ever play possum in your life? All right, go ahead. And he does that for our benefit, too. Absolutely. He brings it out. He brings out all these subtleties and innuendos and things that, that really teach us. and uh, <clears throat> Now that expression, so play possum, is it play a possum? Isn't it a possum? Isn't that the right name? Some people just say possum. Some people say opossum. All right, evidently. Kind of like with you and the board guy. I, I like <laughs> I like the fighting analogy because you're always taking jabs at him. <laughs> yeah, but doesn't he take jabs at me? Oh, that's another story. We're running out of time. No, we, we don't always we don't always see that, but all uh, right, we, we, we can hear it with you know him controlling the board. All right, thanks, board, so. thanks, Joe. Hey, and uh, uh, Joe DeCaboose will be on with us at the end of the month. So look forward to that. The last Sunday. Thanks, Joe. So. We must be ready to believe, to receive without any inner doubt. Expect the blessings of God to eventually come. These promises are promised to us throughout the Bible, and they're given to us by grace. Not because we earned it or deserve it, but because Jesus loves us. We had a call. Call back quick if you can. You guys got to be a little bit more patient. But, but Jesus loves us. Jesus is our Savior. And you know, in the Old Testament, somebody else was called a Savior. I didn't realize this. God himself, in the Old Testament, was called a, the Savior. Evidently, they both are, obviously, which makes sense. But I never knew that the word Savior was used in that context of God is your Savior. And I know God is the Trinity... But that was something new on me. There's always something new in that book. Oh, it goes on and on and on. It's infinite. The wisdom in there and the knowledge we need to possess. All roads, by the way, as you know, lead back to God. Tyler, we love you, and we shall see you again. And around the world. WAEB Allentown. Available anywhere you want to listen on our free iHeartRadio app. Download it now. News Radio 790.